This is your host Peyton with Girls Gone Right. If you want to follow along with the video format, be sure to check us out on YouTube and hit subscribe. Let's discuss. Hey, it's Megan from Girls Gone Right. And it's Peyton. Welcome to our pop culture segment. Today we're going to do hot takes on music videos from the 2000s. Woo! So I had to go back and watch some. <laughs> go back, I've never seen them before. There was a few that I actually have not seen the music videos yeah. to, but once I started listening to it, I actually you remembered. I was shocked. Yes, you're like, oh, I actually know this. Yeah. So a little a little edumacation for you, a little bit. But I, I tried to pick, so, so we have five. I tried to pick some that were um, wide in variety of as far as genre and date range. So... The first one that we are going to talk about is Perfect. Perfect. By Perfect. <laughs> it's Perfect. Is uh, by Simple Plan, which was a pop punk band that I was obsessed with back in the day. This video came out in 2003 and it kind of illustrates depression um, in, in young teenagers. So I would say. It's a great illustration that no matter what kind of person you are, whether you be a jock, a straight-A student, a cheerleader, whatever, you just don't know what that person's going through. You may be so put together on the surface, but there's something going on underneath. And I think that's a great—I um, actually—that is one thing when I teach group fitness. Yes, I teach group fitness. <laughs> Rah, rah, rah. Uh, and, and, and you can apply this to when you meet anybody new, period. When someone walks in the room for the first time and they're taking something, whether it be a fitness class or a gym in general or something new that they've never experienced before, it takes a lot of bravery. But you also don't know what that person has gone through, what they're yeah. going through currently. So it's just important to show people compassion um, and sincerity in their efforts to try something new. Um, but in this case, in this video, it's just a great illustration that you just never know what somebody's going through. I actually love this song. This I is do too. my jam. Yeah. And it's the perfect example of how teenagers feel. It's that teenage angst. Yes. It's that feeling that no one understands you, that your parents don't understand you. And when you're a teenager, you're obviously going to argue with your parents. So I feel like it demonstrates that too. Like, hey, dad, look at me. Yeah. It's like you're going through something and you feel like you do one wrong thing and you disappoint your parents and your parents don't understand that you made a mistake or they just don't understand where your head is at. Like, they have no idea. They've never been 18 before. Uh-huh. They've never been in <laughs> high school. They have no idea how to relate to you. But I feel like that music video perfectly demonstrates that as well as the song. Yes. And I play that and I would listen to that in high school and relate to that so hard because, you know, you have that teenage angst and you just feel like your parents don't understand you and that you're held to that really high standard. And I think I like really like this song and I really relate to it is because... I feel like I'm held to this perfect standard and my parents don't do that. I'm not held. I know that they're not holding me to a perfect standard. Hold yourself to that. Yes, but I hold myself to that because I feel like I'm going to disappoint my parents. And that's something that I'm very cognizant of is when I do something and if I fail, I'm afraid to tell my parents because I feel like they're just 
going to be disappointed, but I know that's not how they feel. And I think I understand that more growing up is they don't hold me to this perfect standard. But especially when you're in high school, if you get bad grades, you're just like, I know my parents are going to be so disappointed in me. And I think this song just demonstrates that. Demonstrates it perfectly. And uh, I mean, obviously as an angsty teen, we all once were, um, this was definitely a song where I was like, because they lost it all. <laughs> Sorry, I can't be turned. <laughs> you're just like crying. You're like, ah. um, Yes. So that that's our hot take on that music video. It's a great one. If you've never seen it, highly Classic. recommend. Maybe. It's still played to this day. It's I still know. a popular song. I, not popular, but you hear it and a lot of people know it. Yeah. Maybe what we'll do is we'll make a playlist and link it in the description below. Yeah. So you can go watch these music yeah, videos. We need that. Yeah. All right. Our next music video. This one came out in 2000 and is Stan by Eminem. This video and song originated the term Stan, which we all know is an obsessive fan of something. You know, you'll see all the little kids be like, I totally stand for this relationship. I can't think yes. of one. I stand Brangelina. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so old and struggling age. Um, but this one is an obsessive fan who takes it to the extreme. Um, it starts with this guy, Devin Sawa, actually, who is a kind of a teen heartthrob actor back in the day. Um, he, it shows him pouring bleach on his head because he wants to have hair that looks like Eminem. And the, ex, the extremities that he goes to ends up ruining his relationship with his pregnant girlfriend, uh, ruins his life, and ultimately drives him to death. Um, drives himself off a bridge. Quite literally, it drives himself off the edge. Getting depressing in here. Yes. Um, I My take on this is this can relate to people, mainly men, in my opinion, um, who obsess over video games right now. Um, I mean, do you, did you see that video that went viral not that long ago of a girl who set up a camera in her bedroom and filmed her boyfriend playing his video game. No. You didn't see this? No. Oh, gosh. It was awful. She was trying to get him on camera in the way that he talks to her and, like, yells at her for in just, oh, wow. just coming in the room and asking yeah. him a question, interrupting his gameplay. He would get so freaking mad at her and, and talk to her like a piece of trash. Um, and so she filmed it. And this kind of reminded me of that, that video. What yeah. was your take on it? So my take on it was, first of all, I feel like it represented Eminem very well because he is a little crazy. And back in the day, he was very like, he had that psychoticness to him. Yeah. So I think that represented it. But I think that it was also so relevant to pop culture and especially the Swifties. Y'all yeah. know what I'm talking about. The people that are wearing diapers to the Taylor Swift Eras tour, y'all are freaking wait, crazy. Wait, wait, okay. You have to explain this. I don't know anything I, about this. I saw that uh, some article this morning. There was a grown woman wearing an adult diaper to a Taylor Swift Eras concert because she didn't want to miss a second. So she was going to just go right in her diaper. 
And this is insanity. So to me, when I think of this, and this was so, it was a much older song, but it's so relevant to the you Swifties and you people that are obsessed with a celebrity. It's toxic. It's disgusting. It's evil. I don't worship anyone that much. That's that's ridiculous. So to me, when I saw this, I'm like, this is the Swifties because we're seeing it. She has an Eras tour. Everyone's going all out. People are flying all over the world and people are begging for tickets. They're doing insane, insane things. I mean, granted, like we all go through phases where like, for instance, I was obsessed with Hanson back in the day. I was obsessed with Good Charlotte. Then I got obsessed with Britney Spears. And then it, then it became Lady Gaga. And like, of course, as a, a a girl too, we kind of fantasize over like what we would do if we ever got to meet them, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but it never ever became something so extreme where I was getting a tattoo or wearing a freaking diaper to go see her or wait yeah. in line for it. That's excessive. And I have artists that I love too, that I appreciate their music and listen to a lot. John Mayer, yeah. love John Mayer. I'm a big John Mayer girl. But I would not do that. That's insanity and that's crazed. And I think it just ties into the toxic culture of putting these things on a pedestal that should not be put on a pedestal. But the obsession. You shouldn't be worshiping, worshiping a celebrity like that. I mean, there are a lot of women out there that obsess and worship the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. Um, whether you know it or not, you are obsessive over your body image and trying to make yourself look exactly like them. And for what? Because it makes you feel good. It doesn't make you feel good. It's not going to make you feel good at the end of the day. Or, you know, when you're much older than you are now, you're going to look back and be like, holy crap, that was a phase. And now I've permanently damaged my body. I've permanently altered my body to look like the celebrity. It's insane. Yeah. So that was a good take. All right. Now we're shifting a little bit more into the politics. <laughs> uh, Californication by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. This video came out in 2000. And the video is kind of a, a simulation of a video game. Um, it starts with California on an island, which, in my opinion, it should just be an island. It should just go away from the United States. (laughs) California is just the perfect example of how crazy leftist ideas don't work. Yeah. We just need to look at California and that's your example. We don't need to try it on the whole United States. It's a contrast to me. Like, okay, here's a fine line of all the far left ideologies that are absolutely nuts and it is not working for California. No. And here's living proof. The whole state of California, y'all are insane. Um, So Gavin Newsom, I'm sure loves this song. I don't know. He might might not. No, I, I totally kidding. Obviously not. He thinks that California is just the best. Uh, but I just think it's so interesting compare compare California to Florida, which is like two opposite sides of the country, and look at who's running them. Yes, night and day, night and day. And I mean, it's true. People that have the believe in these ideologies and politics in California that Gavin Newsom pushes and their representatives push, they are an island. They're living on an island far away from Thank reality. Gosh. Thank gosh. I wish we're it, in Nashville. Yeah. We're way far away from that. Yes. 
Um, what in the video? It's like it's like a video game where you choose your own character, and then they're going through all the different terrains of California. Because whether we like it or not, California is actually a beautiful place. Aside from the major cities where we have got the homeless crisis going on right now. Yes, homeless. Homeless. That is a thing. Unhoused. Unhoused. Give them the right name. Homeless. Uh, Although I just saw a video recently of a homeless guy with a projector in his tent. Yeah. So they're kind of living the luxury in in California. Okay, so this is glamping. You're not homeless. You're glamping. Yes. But California is a beautiful state. It's unfortunate where they are now with this homelessness crisis and then, of course, the politics of it. But they're showing in the in this vi- music, um, video game simulation, like, you know, uh, the mirror, I think it's mirror woods in San, outside of San Francisco with the big trees and, and the snowy parts of California and the water and showing all the different terrains and how beautiful it is on the outside, but underneath it all is just super ugly and superficial. Just a dumpster fire over Yes, there. a dumpster fire. A cluster fuck, <laughs> we like to say. Um, but the song is about the dark and superficial side of the American dream, like deceit, the plasticity, and desperation represented by the entire state of California, not just Hollyweird um, and San Francisco, but um, the whole state in general. Um, and it goes through like disappointment from your dreams being turned down because a lot of people go to Hollywood like to make it. And chasing my dreams right to Hollywood. Yeah. yeah you and literally everyone, everyone else, else. in LA. So getting turned down in Hollywood. And not only that, they're capitalizing off of you getting turned down. They're capitalizing off of you showing up and getting turned down because once you're there, I mean, you're not gonna stop chasing. You're your not dreams. gonna stop chasing it. Just get a full time job and chase your dreams on the side. Yeah, go to all those auditions, get turned down, but keep going. Yeah, and then they've got the absurd, absurd amount of plastic surgery going on out there. Um, well, now it's kind of everywhere, but then when yeah. the song came out, it was mainly in in L.A. and in Hollywood. Um, but people are always judged by their appearance and things aren't always as they seem, even on the outside and the inside. Um, but the song hits a lot of really hot topics like the drug epidemic, teen pregnancy within the drug epidemic, um, and how no one seems to care to fix it. Because why? They capitalize off of it. They give homeless people money to buy drugs. They give them yeah. a pension that like, here, here, you don't need a job. I'll just give you money every month so you yeah. can fund this. Go buy a projector. Go buy a projector. Go buy fentanyl. Go buy heroin. They're yeah. not doing anything. You look at how LA is now, and it's not like it's ever been the greatest place to live, but you have Skid Row. Yeah lots of homeless people mm. and there's an extreme fentanyl crisis because fentanyl is being laced with a, I think it's an elephant tranquilizer. So it's not a horse tranquilizer. It's like gone up a step. It's a horse tra- or a, an elephant tranquilizer. And basically they're calling these like zombie towns. So there's like a row of people where they take this 
the, this drug that's laced with this tranquilizer and they just like fall to their knee, like they're hunchbacked and they are just like that for hours. They're completely paralyzed oh. and it, go, it sends them into some, I've seen they're unconscious. Videos. It's scary. And it's, it's hit LA and it's really big in Pennsylvania right now. So it's like all these drugs that are in this city that are just, you know, these people have nothing better to do and they're spending money on drugs that are clearly laced with all these other things, but it turns into did a you have national problem. Dare in high school or yes. in school? You did? Yeah. I, I remember hear, Dare. I do not hear about Dare anymore. I know. That was a big thing. It was huge. Growing up. It was you got every a year. It was a whole program, Dare to Not Do Drugs. Yeah. D I won't do drugs. <gasps> a will have an attitude. I will respect myself. E, I'll educate me now. Oh my gosh. But I, it stuck sticks with you. That's, but I don't see, I haven't seen Dare in that's so long. honestly so funny that you bring that up because I have not remembered of that. And yeah, that was totally a big thing. We had all these other programs like Dare. What happened to Dare? Jump for Life, where you would jump yeah, rope. Jump rope for life. Fun yeah. day. We had all of these things that are Physical just, fitness tests. Can't do that anymore because it's not inclusive. It's not inclusive. Yeah. You shouldn't, some people can't jump rope because they're too large. Listen. It's not fair. I was a very fit child. I played sports. I couldn't do a pull-up to save my life. Did it make me feel bad? A little bit. But I was better at other things in the physical fitness test. Yeah. Not everyone's going to be great at everything. You're not freaking auditioning or trying out for the military. You're just testing your physical abilities as a kid. Yeah. Just see how far you can go. Can't do it anymore. Can't do it anymore. No. Canceled. Canceled. <laughs> physical fitness test has been canceled. <laughs> Did you know that that was dropped by Trump? Yeah. What? I know. I did not actually know that. Uh, yeah. I was, wow. I, that was one thing I was pretty I disappointed. I do not like that. About. Yeah. Mm. Another time, guys. I know. Another time. Another time for that. Uh, our next video, which is actually probably in my top 10 favorite music videos because it's just so good, is I'm Not Okay by My Chemical Romance. And this video came out in 2004. And it's supposed to be like a movie trailer and it is so good. I love it so much. <laughs> um, number one, because I used to be an emo kid. Can you tell? I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> I had a scene mullet. We'll flash thank, that. We will definitely flash that. Thank gosh we got rid of that scene mullet. <laughs> we, will, we will flash the scene mullet. There was some kids that I went to high school with. It was, I think it's always going to be a thing, but... When I was in high school, some of my friends, you know, I hung out with everyone. I was yeah. one of those people. I wasn't just hanging out with, jo like I would literally just hang out with anyone. Yeah. So I had lots of different friend groups and I was friends with some of the emo kids and they would have the scene mullets. Yeah. Uh, and it's they listened thing. to My Chemical Romance. Yeah. It was, it was a thing. It was a big, it was a big thing. Yeah. The emo, like all the hardcore teenage angst. Yep. That was their trademark. Yes. Um, but this music video runs through different scenarios inside of a private school. Uh, but mainly, the guys in the band are being bullied and picked on. But on the surface, they're acting like they're okay. Hence the song name. You know, I'm, I'm not okay. But really, I kind of am. But I'm not. Um, but they're acting as if they're okay with it. And they could very well be okay with it. We don't know it. Uh because they don't care. It's just, they're just giving off the attitude like, 
I don't care. The teenage attitude. Yeah. I don't care. Every teenager ever. Yeah. I don't care. Like, I just don't care. Like, I know what you think of me and I don't care. Um, But sometimes when someone's being bullied and that the person being bullied doesn't care, it oftentimes makes the bully meaner. Yeah. Yeah. And they see it as a challenge. Like, what do I have to do yes. to make you care? Yes. They want to, they want you to suffer. Bully tactics. Yes. <laughs> they, they're going to bully you even more. Um, but we have a guitar player eating a crayon. <laughs> and then we've got the other one drinking whatever he concocted in chemistry class. And he's like, um, and then the guy, there's a guy and a girl assuming I'm, ha- I'm assuming that they're having sex in the bathroom stall. Then there's a, looks, looks like the school nurse giving a BJ to the science teacher in the closet. Uh, then there's a, a guy in the locker room checking out another guy. So you've got a little gay scenario. It's like every single scandalous scenario that you can think of in high school wrapped up into one music video. And it's epic. It is so good. There's a guy, a guy got pill bottles falling out of his locker and he looks so ashamed. <laughs> um, but again, this kind of brings us back to the Simple Plan video of- It's very similar vibes. Yeah, but in like a lighter, funnier, dark comedy yeah. kind of way. But we just never know, like on the surface, somebody could be pretending like, everything's fine, everything's fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, everything's fine. But really on the inside, it's not. Um, and, and depression is is real. It's very, very real. Um, and it oftentimes makes us do that. We can either fall into a dark place where we choose to not be around people or we pretend, um, which can also make depression worse because we're pretending to not only be okay, but maybe we're pretending to have a life that we want to have. Um, and an attitude and feelings that we want to have. We just don't know how to grasp it. Um, But I I do like this kind of darker comedy take on that approach to depression. Yeah. Yeah. It lines it up a little bit. And I feel like also teenagers listen to this so much. Yeah. Yeah. It's because you have so much going on in your life. So many emotions, hormones, Obviously, you were a teenager going through puberty. There's so many things. There's so many changes and you're in high school and high school is just a mess. So everyone is just feeling all over the place. Yeah. And, you know, the easiest thing to do is just shove it down and be like, whatever. I'm just going to be hard on the outside and act like nothing bothers me. Yeah. So I think it really speaks to that. Yeah. I mean, the very first verse, he says, well, if you wanted honesty, that's all you had to say. I never want to let you down or have you go, it's better off this way. I mean, you want me to tell you how I feel? I'll tell you how I feel. You're not going to yeah. like it. Yeah. Um, but to me, at the very end, they they start attacking the mascot and it's kind of like a, a metaphor. It's like a big F you to the school <laughs> and everyone that's ever picked on them. So they're like, because you know, the mascot is like the school identity. Oh yeah. And they're like, nope. We're going to take them down. <laughs> it's so good. Anyway, that's a great music video. Go watch it. All right. One of the 
Um, best music videos of all time. You're a big Lady Gaga fan. I am. However, this is considered to be one of the greatest music videos of all time. It's Bad Romance. And it came out in 2009. Um, I mean, I'm a little biased because I do love her. But to me, this is my, and I know I'm going to get so much hate for this. This is my thriller. This music video is my thriller. Um, I will say, like, I watched it and I, you know, was probably in high school when Lady Gaga started to blow up like that era, maybe like junior high or something like that. She, her older stuff just isn't my favorite. I know it's theatrics and I know she's doing it to get famous. Yeah. And it gets her name out there. If you do something crazy, people are going to remember you. So that's what she's, that's how she, yeah, she started out because she was trying to get people to remember her and that's how you do it in Hollywood. So Yes, it is the theatrics and she is a performer and I love all of that. But I did not, I don't like old, old Lady Gaga. I don't like her music. I don't like You don't like this stuff. music video? Nope. I don't like it. I like new Lady Gaga. I like a star is born Lady Gaga. Okay, but you have to appreciate her drastic... Um, change. Yeah, I was a, you know, and I think even the first, like the Lady Gaga, early Lady Gaga in 2009, like that was Lady Gaga getting attention, Lady Gaga. That wasn't real. She was doing what she needed to do to make it in Hollywood. And yes. that was, she obviously succeeded and she needed that attention. So I think that's what it was. And then once she got as big as she did, she didn't need to play that game anymore. No, she so still I think, has her Gaga-isms. Yes. Um, but what I'll say to that is we also had that with Michael Jackson. We had that with Madonna, Prince, David Bowie. Like there's always going to be somebody in each generation that does that. Yeah. Um, I will say, I think she did it very, very well. There were some things where she did some things that she did that was like, no girl, no, 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 don't do that. Please don't do that. But, this um, very theatrical thing, kind of like how we talked about with Marilyn Manson. Mm-hmm. You know, no one wanted to even attempt to do it because he was doing that yeah. stuff that was just so outlandish and weird. No one wanted to attempt it. No one could do what she did. Yeah. Nobody. Nobody could do that. Because now, if somebody tried, what would they say? Oh, they're just trying to be yeah. Gaga. Yeah. So she definitely made a name for herself. And I think that was the point of all of this. But I'm definitely just here for her moment of wearing way less makeup. You know what she looks like. I mean, before she yes. was always just covered. You never knew what she looked like. because She always looked different. She was yeah. always hiding her face. She was always in costume. And it was always extreme. Yeah. So compared to new Gaga, I love new Gaga. I think she's so beautiful. I yes. think she's... A, I, you yeah. can actually see how talented... I, she can, you can actually, uh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you can act, I am having trouble speaking today. You can actually see how talented she is. Yes. Because you're not distracted by what she's wearing or what well, she. Well, and the style of music that she's, yes. she's grown into it singing actually now. just focuses on her vocals. Yes. I think it's so much more beautiful. Yeah. That's also my style of music. I don't like anything over the top. See, I'm like a, 
I'm a, I'm a sucker for some theatrical pop stuff. Yeah, I'm a chill girl. I'm a John Mayer girl. I mean, I love John Mayer, though. Yes. But uh, I, that's like my, I don't usually go too far outside of that. Anything over the top I doesn't vibe with me. So uh, that could be because you did not grow up in the Britney Spears era. Oh, I was Britney Spears for Halloween when no, no, I was no, like no, no. six I'm years talking, old. I'm talking highlight of her career days. I was a big Britney girl. My mother would disagree with you. <laughs> um, but back to the video for Bad Romance. Uh, this video is actually about her being sold into sex slavery. Um, if you didn't know that. I also didn't know that yeah. from watching this. So she is sold into sex slavery for 1 million rubles, which is Russian currency. Um, but she's actually used as a pawn to kill this weird Russian sex ring leader guy with the weird chin thing on his face. Um, but there's this scene where she's in a bathtub and they force her to drink something. Uh, it's lighter fluid. So they force her to drink lighter fluid because they, then you find out later that this guy, all he drinks is this vodka or How do you alcohol. know this? I just know. But like, it's not in her lyrics. You just know. <laughs> She's telling that story, girl. Um, she drinks the lighter fluid because a guy fueled with alcohol. And then when he, he buys her and then he finally thinks, oh, this is the moment. I'm going to have her. I'm going to sleep with her. She lights him on fire. <laughs> and he dies. So she kills him. Um, it's, pretty, it's pretty freaking epic. Um, but like I said earlier, this video is considered to be one of the greatest of all time. I remember seeing it for the first time and being like, yes, pop music is back. Because this was like the epitome of like a pop, a pop diva music video with like dance sequences and the theatrics and the costume changes. And I'm just like, yes, it's back. It's back, mm. baby. It's back. Um, but not only did Bad Romance win the Grammy for Best Female Pop Vocal Performance and Best Pop Vocal Album, it also won a Grammy for Best Short Form Music Video in 2011. So that's just to show, that goes to yeah. show that this music video is very, very, very good. But... The hot take on this is the fact that they kind of glamorized um, sex slavery and sex. Yeah, trade. I didn't even know that. Mm -hmm. That was I watched it and I did not get that vibe at all. Yeah, like I obviously it was extremely weird and there was something going on, but it's so vague. Yeah, yeah. So it's hard to grasp. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a real thing being sold into sex slavery and unfortunately it impacts a lot of children um, today. And I think that's something that we need to talk about more. Um, there are organizations that you can help fund and, and send money to and donations to. We'll probably link those in the description, but um, it's real. It's a real thing. And we all need to say prayers for those, those children. And hopefully we can get them out of that, those situations. Um, yeah. So those are our hot takes, guys. Yeah, hopefully you guys have seen those music videos. If not, watch them like I had to. There's a few of them that I have not seen. <laughs> and these are just five that we just happen to choose from and have a little variety of. So the next one, I'm sure that we'll choose a different variety and maybe we'll do the 90s on the next one. Um, 
And our next cancelable is going to be The Matrix. So keep your eye out for that one. And we will see you on the next one, guys. Thanks for listening to Girls Gone Right. Be sure to check us out on YouTube to watch the video format and check us out on Instagram at Girls Gone Right.